And welcome to the Department 12 podcast. We have a special show. I'm joined tonight by Jeff. How's it going tonight, Jeff? Oh, it's going well. Thank you for having me. So Jeff is not Jeff's real name, but uh, we wanted to to keep uh, the interview sort of anonymous because Jeff is actually struggling with something that I think a lot of people are struggling with out there, uh, and that's making a decision uh, sort of at a career crossroads. Uh, he sent me a note on LinkedIn. He was asking for some advice. I realized I'm not qualified to give the advice, um, but I did offer to to maybe coach him and help him figure out how he can make the decision. And he was kind enough to say, yeah, I'll do that on the air. So it's a bit of an experiment, but we'll give it a shot. So thanks for being on the show, Jeff. I, thank you. I appreciate it. So I'm going to ask you to do start by describing what is the decision you're trying to make or what is the dilemma that you're facing? And I'm going to ask you, as crazy as it sounds, I'm going to ask you to do it in two minutes or less. So what is this dilemma you're trying to solve? So I know that I want to pursue a career in IO, and I know that IO is such a multidimensional field. It's just so broad. Um, currently, I'm pursuing two master's degrees, uh, master's in IO, which I'm about to complete uh, together with an MBA. Um, and after speaking with multiple professionals in the field, uh, I've received uh, you know advice that it's better to go for a PhD, being that there's a lot more that one could do with the PhD in terms of job opportunities and lucrative salaries. Um, so at the end of the day, I want to excel as much as I can in the career in the field of IO. Uh, I do take a liking to some research, but I'm not sure how passionate I am about research. Uh, on the other hand, I know that my perhaps my biggest dilemma um, is, you know, going for the PhD. It's really hard to actually have a job, and I know that even if I do it in three years, uh, it's still three years of not really earning an income. Unlike if I were to just go into the workforce, you know, kind of now. Uh, so that's basically the dilemma. If I clarified that pretty cr- um, sure. clearly, yeah. Thank you. No, yeah, yeah very good. So. Uh, the, the choice that you're facing is, uh, you know, the, the path off to the left is, you know, pursuing a PhD in IO psychology. The path off to the right is going into the workforce for a little while, at least, and, and earning some income. Um, and you're just trying to figure out, you know, which of these paths you should take. Is that fair? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you an even goofier question now. So imagine I have a, a magic wand and I've waved it and it's solved this problem for you. You know your path forward. What's different in your life now that you know? Uh, can you clarify that a little more? Sure. So pretend that you already know the answer to the question. So I've waved a magic wand and it's made up your mind for you about which of these paths you're going to take. Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to be different in your life now that you know the right path to take? Um, well, I mean... The decision that you give me will it will either be you know either to pursue the PhD or not to pursue it. Um, so I guess there's something that I may be uh, you know just not uh, there's something that I just may be missing in terms of what it is and matching myself up with my career goals. But I understand at the end of the day, the the decision that's best for me of whether to pursue it or not is something that I'm open to either way. So it's a consideration for me to potentially pursue the PhD, but at the end of the day, if that's the decision, then, you know, I would, you know, gladly pursue it. But there are some other, you know, discussions along the way, such as, you know, how to, you know, try to earn money during that period. Uh, And if the decision is not to pursue the PhD, 
Uh, that's also something I'm open to. So did that clarify? Uh, um, sort of. So what I'm getting at is uh, really imagine yourself as, you know, don't try to figure out which one it is, but just imagine that you've made up your mind. You know which one of these things is going to, to make the most sense for you. Pretend that that's happened. What will be different in your life when you know the right way to go? Well, when I know the right way to go, uh, I, I mean, the clarity will be great. You know, mm-hmm. just, uh, the closure will be, you know, something that I think will bring me a lot of, you know, comfort and, you know, confidence knowing mm-hmm. what it is that I'm a good fit for and what exactly it is that I'm trying to target, you know, in terms of my, you know, end goal, you know, career wise mm-hmm. and, you know, education wise. So Sure. Okay. Yeah. So there'll be clarity, there'll be comfort, there'll be confidence. We're getting a lot of Mm-hmm. A lot of alliterative words here. That's good. So yeah. uh, the reason I ask that question is, and, and I know it sounds like I'm not asking people to do sort of magical thinking or law of attraction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's really just a way to kind of take a little bit of the energy away from the problem and shift a little bit towards the solution. Because when you're wrestling with something like this, there's a tendency to like rehash and rehearse and elaborate on the problem. The problem ends up taking up a lot of space in your mind, right? So I'm just trying to like push a little bit of that energy towards solution thinking. So tell me what you've been doing to try to make this decision so far. Okay. So primarily, um, I've, I mean, I've done online research, which is basically, you know, is the IO psychology PhD something which is worth it? Um, you know, furthermore, I've been speaking to some professionals in the field and what kind of, um, what kind of complicates the problem is that I'm getting, uh, multiple different answers, you know, about this decision, you know, what I should do. Some people do mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm kind of getting like a dichotomy of answers. Some people say, oh, definitely go for the PhD. There'll be a lot more um, opportunities, especially consulting, which may be a, you know, option, which I'm thinking about pursuing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people say that don't go for the PhD, uh, you know, the academic, uh, being too academic is something which is not um, desired in the workforce. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to be practical and plus you'll be going, you'll be, you know, investing three years of basically a non-salary. So, and that's both. And, and, you know, so it, it kind of always puts me in a, uh, it it kind of puts me in that, you know, fork in the road Mm -hmm. situation, like, you know, yeah. So, I'll ask you another question and, and, you know, that's sort of what coaching is all about. It's really me asking you questions to get, help you figure out what you think, not really what I think. So right. this might be the most important question that I ask you. And that is, what is it that you need to stop doing? So of all the stuff you've been trying, what do you need to stop because it's just not working? Um, you know, I think, can you just clarify that a little more about you mean stop as in like the strategies of what I'm currently doing? To- yeah. Yeah. So you're, you know, you talked about, you know, you've looked online, you've asked multiple people, you're getting different responses. Just, is there anything that you're doing to try to dissolve, to, to solve this dilemma that just isn't working that you need to stop doing? Um, I can't say there's something that I have to stop doing, if that makes sense. I think there's uh, some things that I just need to clarify a little more, uh, just to basically fine tune and to uh, really put things into place. Because right now, the issue is I'm dealing with a bunch of different, you know, variables, you know, on one hand, I'm dealing with, you know, pursuing the PhD, will that give me, 
the return on investment long-term and will be something which would be rewarding. On the other hand, the question is, is the PhD, to put it blunt, you know, may just may just be a waste of time because my career interest may just not be in line with the career that a PhD prepares one for. Um, additionally, I mean, the, the problem is it's multi-layered mm-hmm. because additionally, there's also the financial aspect. If I were to go for the PhD, uh, how would it work in terms of scholarships and, you know, getting research that is funded to be able to, you know, pay as, uh, you know, little as possible for college to be able to, you know, uh, earn as much and with, you know, least the least mm-hmm. debt as possible. So, um, you know, in terms, so yeah, just to go back to your question, is there anything I have to stop doing? I think it's more about just clarifying and putting things into perspective and knowing myself, mm-hmm. what is the best, Okay. Uh, fit for me so okay. i can't say yeah i can't say there's so something it, out, it yeah. sounds like maybe it's it's you know the variables that that you sort of need to analyze and it sounds like the next move for you is clarifying in your own mind what you want uh so maybe it's time to move away from trying to find you know a consensus answer from the people that you talk to online or the the resources that you find online mm-hmm. and now trying to figure out what it is that you really want. Is that fair? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's brainstorm, you know, what are some, just some simple sort of imperfect ideas that, that we could, you know, that you could do this week to help you reach that clarity. So this doesn't have to be, you know, like the perfect answer. We're probably not going to have that, but what are some ideas for things that, that you think you could do differently this week? to help you get a little bit closer to, to finding that answer and getting that clarity that you need? Well, I think, you know, especially being that the PhD decision for me, it really does boil down to, you know, a cost benefit analysis, just working mm-hmm. out the numbers as strange as that, as I may seem, it, it really, for me is, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game. In other words, I'm really doing it for the investment, which is that hopefully it will, you know, yield the profits that I'm looking for in the future. Um, and that's something which kind of complicates the problem because, you know, certain professionals say it won't, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's just something which there's, it's not going to provide a lucrative salary more than that with a master's. Um, so again, to your question, which was, uh, I forgot the question again. It was. Sure. So what I'd like you to do is, is kind of brainstorm. What are some imperfect things that you Mm -hmm. could do this week? to help you get a little bit closer to that clarity and that decision. Like um, what, okay. what can you do yeah. that you haven't done so far? I mean, you, you mentioned one thing, which I think is, is like a cost benefit analysis. So one thing you could do is, is actually sit down with a paper or a spreadsheet and you, you could mm-hmm. run the numbers or you could look at it in terms of opportunity cost or, you know, the, the sort of emotional benefits you want to get out of your career or whatever. You could actually do that cost benefit analysis. So that's, that's one idea. What are some other ideas you could try? Um, yeah, so I would actually try to get a better clarity, you know, better clarity in terms of the scholarship opportunities, research grant opportunities. And once I get that idea more secured, uh, and knowing, you know, what the realities are in terms of the available scholarships and, you know, to be able to, uh, cover for as much cost as possible for the program, that would definitely bring a certain element of closure, you know, because it will give me a better sense of where I stand financially, you know, because knowing if, if the, that is to say, hypothetically, if I were 
if I were to be able to secure a scholarship, then it would definitely make a big difference in my decision. So definitely it has a significant role. So the scholarship aspect is something which is, you know, as to your question this week, something mm-hmm. that um, I would, would something that would bring closure this week would be, you know, a mm-hmm. sco- scholarship information. So Okay. So how would you actually go about getting that information? Or how will you, I should ask? Um, so lately I have been searching uh, via SIOP on the SIOP website because I know that there are research grants, if I'm not mistaken, for doctoral students, um, as f- from what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been looking around. I didn't look around so aggressively, but I have been looking around. Um, and basically I would look around as much as possible to – I know possibly from the APA, American Psychological Association, because they, it's, you know, IO psychology is a branch of the APA. SIOP is one of the subgroups of APA. So there may be something there, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I I guess it's something I just, I'm just going to have to keep, you know, exploring and Mm -hmm. seeing what's available. Um, So definitely from that perspective of securing a scholarship from some sort of external um, institution, whether it's SIOP, you know, APA, um, I'm not relying on the specific schools that I'm going to, or, mm-hmm. you know, applying to uh, hypothetically, uh, because I think there just may be a better chance of securing it from uh, an external um, organization, if that's mm-hmm. uh, plausible. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. All right. So we got two ideas so far. One is, is is running a cost-benefit analysis. The second is doing some more research on the availability of grants or scholarships through, uh, not through the schools themselves, but through a third party. Uh, can you think of anything else you could do? Um, at this point, I'm kind of, I think that's kind of it from from what I'm thinking of. Maybe you have some additional okay. Advice, you know. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy to help you brainstorm. You know, another idea to, to think about is, um, you know, you could try to sort of follow each of those paths in your imagination and say, okay, well, it's it's three years from now, and I woke up this morning, and you know, I've gone down the PhD path, and I'm defending my dissertation today, and here's mm-hmm. what's going on in my life. Here's, you know, um, here's where I'm living. Here's what I'm doing. Here's what my, you know, bank account is like. Uh, here's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about doing the day after I defend this thing and mm-hmm. these initials after my name. And you could try the, the same thing with going down the other path of, you know, it's three years from today. I didn't pursue that. I'm, you know, working in the industry. This is the kind of job that I have. This is where I live. This is the work that I'm doing today. Uh, this is the, maybe the promotion I'm going after, something like that. Um, yeah, so, uh, that's another idea. Uh, another idea might be to, you know, you know, when you, when you ask people like, um, when you ask people like, what should I do? And, you know, should I go down the PhD route? Can I go down this? What my, when people ask me that, I, I guess I feel like it's an invitation for me to kind of spitball, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're going to get my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure how well grounded that opinion is. Uh, yeah. Another, so another idea that I that I might have if I were in your place would be find somebody who is doing what you feel like you want to do. Like, what is this career goal that you have? Maybe it's consulting. Maybe it's you know a senior position within some organization. Maybe it's an academia, whatever. And just go look at their LinkedIn profile and say, okay, 
what degree did they have? You know, because it's easy for us to say or anybody to say like, well, you really should get your PhD degree or your PhD degrees away. But like when you look at somebody who has that job of, you know, maybe senior consultant in you know, some IO field, mm-hmm. you know, that person has that degree or they don't. So they, you know, their reality probably should trump the spitballing of, of, of people that, that you mm-hmm. ask for advice. So that, that's just another idea to throw out there. So we've got really four ideas. Uh, we've got the cost benefit analysis. We've got more research on scholarships. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got sort of that imagination for three years projection into the future idea. And we've got, you know, maybe look up the LinkedIn profiles of, you know, role models or ideals that you're aiming after. Uh, when you think about those four, you know, what is it that you think you would specifically like to try to do this week? That would, what do you think would make the biggest difference for you? Um, yeah, so I like the idea of the LinkedIn profile a lot because it kind of gives you a holistic, you know, picture of, you know, the person's start to finish, you know, where they started, where they ended up, what it, what were the requirements, you know, in terms of education to get them to their, you know, career path and their end goal. Uh, so I think like looking at people's LinkedIn profiles and furthermore to even, you know, speak to them about, uh, what it was like. And even if that, let's say, even if they did pursue a PhD, was the PhD necessary to um, bring them to their end destination? So that's something which I really wanted to be able to clarify more, you know, because if that makes sense, you know, looking mm-hmm. at people, you know, to see, you know, even if they did pursue the PhD, what was the level of necessity? You know, was mm-hmm. it something they just did, you know, and it's just there? Or is it something that they needed to actually um, achieve in order to get to their end goal. So do you think they would know that? So, yeah, that's, uh, it is a concern of mine, you know, cause the question is like, how do you really, yeah. How do you really determine that? And I mean, I, I was thinking about that for a while. Like, d- can people really know, can you really <laughs> measure it and like define? Well, it, yeah. yeah, it's cause it's not like a, it's kind of a very abstract, um, idea of like, oh, can you prove that this degree got me to this, uh, you know, to this destination? I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm leaning to say I'm more, I'm more inclined to say that they actually won't know because there's mm-hmm. so many other variables in terms of their actual skill set, their personality, their connections, you know, so mm-hmm. many different variables that could actually, um, you know, propel a person's career and, you know, help them, uh, ex- you know, excel and without, without it being uh, attributed to the actual degree. So yeah. I know I, I, yeah, but I, the truth is that um, if I may add that I've been looking at a lot of job descriptions um, mm-hmm. for a lot of these, you know, senior positions, often in consulting, often in government uh, positions, which I may be interested in pursuing. And I see that often in the job description, uh, minim- minimum qualifications are PhDs, because mm-hmm. I do see that there's an element of, you know, conducting your own research, which is something mm-hmm. that is that credential that you will need. And, um, you know, from what I see, you know, I've, I'm looking to, you know, work, uh, work my way up in the industry as much as possible, uh, whether it be in consulting or in corporate. And I do see that in a lot of these jobs, the PhD is uh, quite it's, it's quite a requirement, you know, in being a minimum qualification. So that's something which definitely, you know, strikes a chord with me as well is that it's a minimum qualification and it's, you know, bringing that to my attention. So mm-hmm. that's another concern, you know? Okay. So, um, yeah. so 
So to go back to those kind of four ideas that we had, which of those four do you want to try this week? Uh, so just a one more time, if sure. we could review this. So there was the, the cost-benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. There was the, um, let's see, there was the LinkedIn profiles idea. There was the sort of uh, imaginative projection into three years into the future idea. Yeah, I think it was, well, on what I just mentioned before mm-hmm. on my previous. So what I was mentioning, um, yeah, it was, right, LinkedIn profile, which was the number two that you listed, but it was actually, sorry, speaking to those people, um, sure. not just, yeah, seeing the profile, but actually uh, consulting with them to see what their opinion is. And, you know, we did mention that there's, you know, potential obstacle because mm-hmm. how do we know that? they know that their PhD actually got them there. In other words, was a PhD just a unnecessary, um, you know, just an unnecessary mm-hmm. uh, degree that they got? Yeah. Well, so, you know, I, I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. I, I share my concern about a- even asking for that opinion is that you're probably going to get the same kind of feedback that you've gotten up to this point, which is going to be, you know, not in agreement. So some people are going to say, yeah, I really think it was because, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And some people are going to say, well, you know, there's really no reason that I needed that to get here. And I don't know that, like, I don't see how that would help you um, get clear on a decision, but that could be my own bias talking here. And it's not really about me. I just wonder how much the, uh, I just wonder how much the asking for opinions is working for you. Um, yeah, so I, I have been asking around for, you know, quite a while, um, people in different parts of IO. Um, primarily I've been speaking with somebody who is currently a PhD in IO and he's current, he's encouraging me to actually pursue the PhD because, uh, based on his own experience, he said that there is a lot more, you know, that you can do with Mm -hmm. that PhD and it's just going to open a lot more doors for you and it could potentially, you know, open, uh, more lucrative salaries, you know, which is something that I'm looking for, you know, to be able to, you know, achieve, you know, high, the highest salary possible. Okay. Um, yeah. So, oh, so that, that makes sense. Uh, I, I think the, um, let's see. Yeah. Okay. So this week, it sounds like what you want to do is uh, look at, oh, the, I remembered the second thing. It was looking at scholarship and grant mm-hmm. information. Yeah. So, scholarship. Yeah. Okay. So uh, again, we're, we're, we're back to those four and it sounds like you're coming back to this sort of LinkedIn profile idea. So mm-hmm. the thing that you want to try this week is to look up some LinkedIn profiles of people that have the kind of jobs that you see yourself in and then just mm-hmm. looking to see what is their educational background been? What is their career progression been? Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, but th- I, I, I would, um, I'm thinking about utilizing that, you know, as one of the strategies, but what, again, what, uh, the issue is that if, if I'm just, if I don't really, um, if I'm like distant from the person, I don't really know the person and I'm just reaching out to the person, uh, it might require for me, you know, like a few follow-ups to really see what it is and knowing the person more to see what it is that it took them, you know, whether, we could, we're compatible. In other words, if I could compare myself 
to their situation. Mm. Uh, because, you know, people are just in a variety of different situations, you know, mm-hmm. how they got into the company initially, did they know somebody? Uh, in other words, we're not an, at, necessarily at an equivalent, um, you know, status in terms of where we, where we are, you know, uh, career-wise. In other words, um, that person just may be able to, they just have the magic ability to work their way up and, you know, get these, uh, you know, high-level positions. So I, that's what still kind of makes me skeptical about reaching out to people, you know, without a few follow-ups, no, cause I, it will get me, it'll help me know the person better. So I, I guess I wonder, you know, and we talked a little bit earlier about how many variables are involved in somebody's career and, you know, many of them we aren't even really aware of. Um, I, I guess I wonder, even if you have a few follow-ups, do you think you can actually assess how, you know, all, all of that that you just mentioned? Do you think that's a realistic goal for for a couple of follow-ups? Realistically, I would say it's going to be pretty hard because, you know, I've reached out to, in terms of follow-ups with, you know, just other professionals, uh, people often are, you know, pretty busy and it's not that easy to get a follow-up, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people just have a lot of things going on and, you know, um, even just getting back, just hearing feed, follow up just once is still, you know, could be pretty, uh, you know, pretty impressive. And reaching out a few times is it could be a stretch, you know, so getting, you know, a few responses. Well, I, um, I guess I'm, I'm asking a little bit of a different question. You know, again, I got my magic wand and now you can get all the follow ups mm-hmm. that you want. Um, I guess what I'm wondering is, even if you have all that access is it realistic for you to be able to actually assess everything that you just described uh, based on those conversations? Um, to You mean to assess? Uh, well, like, all the- let's suppose that you were reaching out to me and, you know, I was mm-hmm. pretty open and I talked about my career and, you know, I got this PhD and this is the job that I'm in. And you tried to assess like, hey, what's my background like? What was my career progression like? And all these different variables, some of which I might not even have much insight into. I guess I just wonder, like, how realistic is it for you to be able to to make that sort of holistic assessment of me, even if you have a lot of my time uh, and, and my willingness to do that? It seems like that's, uh, you know, it's, that seems like a pretty tall order, uh, but maybe it wouldn't be for you. So I'm asking, you know, do you think that's a realistic goal? Um, yeah. So the more I think about it, it may it may actually be somewhat realistic because, um what I would try to do is, you know, since there's a few things that I really want to be able to, you know, determine, such as, you know, scholarship opportunities or research grants. So I guess I would start, you know, just from a cost benefit analysis, you know, st- starting out with the money, um, asking them, okay, so when you uh, went to grad to for your PhD, uh, did you pursue or apply for any research grants? And if so, you know, how did you do it? Uh, so preferably, I guess it would be somebody who was more recent went into PhD because I guess things uh, change over the years. In other words, somebody from 50 years, it may be a totally different story now in terms of, you know, getting scholarships just done, you know, based on, you know, things, how they change. Um, and then see how that person navigated, you know, through um, their doctoral program. And that's something I'm really interested in as, as well, because I would like to see um, how much work can I actually do in the terms of, you know, how much employment, how much, uh, hours, how many hours could I put into work, even attending school full time. And I know it's, uh, from what I hear, it's a pretty tough, uh, balance. Um, 
you know, and try to see from there how they went through schooling and what they did, you know, post their doctoral program and see um, really, you know, how I compare myself to that, if that's a fair assessment. So kind of going through like a timeline, okay, when they applied for the doctoral program, uh, how do they approach it from, let's say, a scholarship perspective, if they did get a scholarship? If so, how do they... um, how do they conduct themselves during their doctoral program? Did they pursue a job as well? Because, uh, you know, if I could pursue a job, that would be a lot more beneficial than not having a job because I'll be able to earn money then as opposed to having to wait after that three-year period. So, um, let, yeah. Sorry, let me interrupt you. What is your time frame for making a decision on this one way or the other? Uh, yeah, so you mean like my deadline in terms of mm-hmm. – Okay, so interestingly enough, one of the programs I am applying to, which is a three-year program, which I'm thinking about applying to potentially, um, the the deadline is actually February 1st, uh, so it's not a long time away. And, you know, I I realize there is some time, um, but, you know, um, my goal is really to go to that specific program because it's actually the shortest program, the shortest IO program in the country. It's a three-year program. Uh, all of the programs are at least like four years, but this is designed specifically for those with master's degrees. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so so it sounds yeah. like your your decision then is even more specific than the way we scoped it out at the beginning of the conversation. And the question isn't necessarily, um, you know, are you going to pursue the PhD versus are you going to go into industry? It's more like a you've already know like sort of what program you'd like to apply to. So are you going to do it? Um, yeah. So that's the thing. I'm still, I'm, I really don't know. Right, um, I'm not I asking think, you uh, yeah. uh, to, to make the decision now. I'm just trying to clarify that that's the decision that you're trying to get to. That's, that's the problem to solve for is will I apply to this, this program on February 1st or what have you? Is that? So, yeah, okay. I, th- I think I'm actually, le- I'm leaning towards actually applying. Cause I figure uh, there's actually nothing for me to lose. I mean, because uh, the truth is, Let's say hypothetically I get accepted uh, into the program, uh, which I understand it's highly competitive as pretty much all doctoral programs are. Um, so the program, I guess, starts in the fall. So that gives me a long time period to say, you know what, after even if I do get admitted admitted into the program, I could decide to possibly defer. And if I decide, you know, based on my own decision uh, in between in that interim, and I could say to myself, uh, you know what, the PhD is not for me, and I would just go straight into industry. So I guess applying by applying itself, there's nothing to lose mm-hmm. just for the application fee. Yeah. That's all it is. Sure. So yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to wrap up the coaching session here, and I'm going to be following up with you about a week from now. We probably won't do it on the air. I'm just going to follow up. But at that point, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I'm going to ask you, what did you do? So between mm-hmm. this conversation and this time next week, what did you do uh, differently? I'm going to ask you, how did that work? Um, okay. And I'm going to ask you, what did you learn from that? And then the final question I'm going to ask you is, what are you going to do next week to keep sort of the ball moving forward? Sure. So um, about a week from now, I'll, I'll, I'll probably send you a note on, on LinkedIn and ask you about this. So uh, what I'd like you to do is to be prepared to actually, you know, to answer that question of what did you do this week and what uh, what, mm-hmm. what did you do differently than you were doing the week before? Um, sure. It, it sounds like, you know, we've got a couple of ideas. Um, it, it sounds like you're going, you're going in the direction of maybe finding some more people on 
on LinkedIn to talk to who are more in line with your ideal of what you see for your future. I want to check in a week from now to see how that strategy is actually working out for you and, and sort of see you know, what's working, what could be tweaked, what, could, what, you, what you might want to change. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, okay. that does. And also the scholarship grants, which mm-hmm. we spoke about, you know, looking at scholarship uh, opportunities, because yeah, that's actually, it's a tremendous factor in my decision making, because if I can secure one, if I, if I can obtain a scholarship, it would, you know, be definitely very, mm-hmm. very beneficial, you know, okay. and so you're going to look uh, into that yeah. this week as well. Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll follow up on those two things with you uh, next, next Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. I also wanted to sort of throw it out to the audience. If, you know, you've been listening to this session and, you know, I gave a little bit of advice. I tried to keep it to a minimum. I tried to keep it more of a coaching conversation. But if, if you have advice uh, for, for Jeff, um, based on what you've heard uh, about his situation, please share that in a response. Um, probably the best way to do that is by responding to me on Twitter. Uh, to the show announcement, and you'll see a link to that um, in the uh, the show notes for today. And uh, maybe maybe there's some folks out there that you know they were in the same boat you're in, and they have some advice to share, or they have some perspective on this that that we didn't bring out. Um, but I, I think that's a pretty good start for one week. And I want to thank you very much for for sort of bringing this this issue and and being willing to talk about it on the air, Jeff. It's uh, took sure. took, took yeah. courage to do that, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. And I really pre- appreciate your time and know your, and your assistance. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward for, you know, more clarity and, uh, you know, eventually come to a, you know, uh, definite decision, hopefully soon. Okay. So, um, yeah, I appreciate All it. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for being on the show. And uh, to my yep. listeners, thank mm-hmm. you for listening and I'll talk to you again soon.